Welcome to the Daily Star Devotion once again with the Holy Spirit using the servant, Pastor Mike S. Banda of Glorious Trinity Synagogue, GTS in Accra, Ghana, for 29th April 2021 in the Daily Star Devotion titled, The Lord Shall Comfort Zion. The Lord Shall Comfort Zion. God wants us to know that he shall comfort Zion. In this context, when God is speaking, the word of God is speaking about Zion, it, it is talking about the church. The church is not only those whom you attend church with. Individually, we are a church of Christ because the Spirit of God lives in us and our bodies. As the Word of God says, they are temple of God. And God wants us to know that He shall comfort us in, in the midst of all troubles, in the midst of all challenges, in the midst of all oppositions, in the midst of everything the enemy does. God, whom we serve, who is our Father, who is the great I am, He shall comfort us. And He wants each and everyone under the sound of my voice listening to Him his word, his, his spirited devotion for this morning to know that he shall comfort us. Whether there be life, whether there be hope, whether there be nothing that looks like you can be comforted. He wants you to know that he's the God of all possibilities, all power. He's the almighty and he's able to comfort you. We are taking this morning's daily star devotional scripture from the book of Isaiah 51 verses 1 to 3. KJV, that's Kim James Version. And I'm reading, Hearken unto me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock whence you are healed, and to the whole of the pit whence you are dead. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He shall comfort all her waste places, and he will make her wilderness like Eden, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. This was a prophetic word where God was speaking, but our main focus is the verse 2 and verse 3. God saying to them, saying to the Israelites, he called Abraham and he called Sarah alone. You see, you became born again alone and you are born into a family. But then before you came into the family, you were in the family of darkness. That is the kingdom of the enemy. And now you have come into the family of light. That's the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. And you have come to become part of the kingdom of God by your, by your acceptance and confession and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal savior and now you are part of the kingdom of god and as you are part of the kingdom of god you have liberties you have privileges uh, and this one god wants you to know that he shall comfort you he shall deal with every enemy he shall deal with every challenges he shall deal with every opposition he shall deal with those who rises up against you he shall cut off every evil hand he shall cut off every evil leg and above his judgment uh, will be upon the enemy who is against your cause who is against your life who is against 
is your progress because the Lord God, who is your father, who is our father, he reigns and he lives forever. And as he said, for the Lord shall comfort Zion, he shall comfort all her wasteland. Sometimes it looks like your life has wasted away. Sometimes it looks like nothing has happened. It looks like, yes, they are against you. It looks like the whole household is against you. It looks like the whole nation they are against you. It looks like the whole community is against you. It looks like your whole friends, they are against you. But yes, God is not against you. And he wants you to know he will comfort you. He shall comfort all your wasteland. How does he comfort it? He makes, even though they look wasteland, he will make them to be useful. He will give them life. Like Bible talks about Lazarus. When, when, when the enemy told me he has, he, has, he, has, he has placed him in the realm of sickness and he has caused him to die. Then there Jesus showed up and he said, where have you led him? And there he was shown. And Bible say he, there was a resurrection. God wants you to know that he knows about your wasteland also. He knows about what the enemy has done. He knows where the enemy stays. He knows what they say. He knows how they boost. He knows how, how they think they have won the battle. But he wants you to know that he is your life. He is your way. He is your truth. And as the enemy took step to come, he took step and he came to manifest himself. He also, the Lord God Almighty, is also coming for a visitation. He's also coming for a release of his power. He's also coming with his unction. He's also coming to open the door. He's also coming to make room for you because he shall comfort all your wasteland. It doesn't matter how many witches are there. It doesn't matter whether they are pussycats. It doesn't matter whether they are, they are dragons. It doesn't matter who they are. All it means is that the God himself shall rise up and he shall do that which no man can do. He shall do that which no woman can do because he's the Lord God Almighty and he wants you to know that he is your comforter and he's coming to restore everything. He's coming to repair, repair everything. He's coming to put things in order and, and all your wastelander, they shall be beautiful because God is going to turn them into a fruitful garden. He's going to turn them into a blessed food. He's going to make sure that they, they, they taste like honey. He's going to make sure that uh, you have also gotten to the level because he is the Lord God and he's the one who has come to comfort you. When we go and you say, and make a wilderness, uh, sometimes it looks like you are living on a wilderness. Uh, there's no hope or with challenges, everyday battle, everyone has forgotten about you, no one cares about your progress, no one cares about your life, no, every, everyone does not think about you, When they are, whenever they are talking about you, they only speak negative things, whenever they are talking about you, they wish evil upon you, they wish you have no, no life, they wish everything about you destroy. but this morning God wants you to know that he shall comfort your wilderness, yes, it may be like David, he's on the wilderness, and his parents, they have forgotten about him, it's his brothers, they have forgotten about him. Everyone has forgotten about him, but then God is with him. So even though the enemy rose up, God also lifted himself in him and fought against the enemy and destroyed the works of the enemy. And Bible says when in the fullness of time, God sent forth his oil and his oil came up for him. As when you read the book of Psalm 89 verse 20, says, I found David my, my servant and with my sacred with my sacred oil have I anointed him. And Bible says he was anointed to become the king of, of Israel, even though he was in the wilderness and he was just a shepherd boy. Yes, it may be that you are also in the wilderness and you you just you just don't have a family name. You just don't have what it takes. Everyone is overriding you. Everyone is saying whatsoever. But then God's oil is upon you. And as God's oil is upon you, he shall comfort you. He shall make way. And Bible say once upon a time he was on the wilderness. In another time, he was in the palace. Once upon a time, no one wants to associate with him. In another time, they all want to associate with him. Once upon a time, he was not known. In another time, he was known. Once upon a time, he 
had no voice. In another time, he was the authority. Once upon a time, he was not glorified. In another time, he was glorified. God said he shall comfort her. He shall comfort Zion. God is about coming to comfort your home. God is about coming to comfort your life. God is about coming to comfort your ministry. God is about coming to comfort your family. God is still in the business of comforting her. He's able to turn wilderness. He's able to override the things of wilderness. He's turning into a fruitful land. He's turning into a well-watered land. He's turning into a blessed land. He's turning into a fertile land because he's the Lord God Almighty. He's the one who is comforting Zion and you are part of the family. He has his eyes on you. His hands are resting upon you. He has released his grace. He has released his power. He has commanded his angels. They are sending and they are descending all because of you, all because he is comforting Zion and there's nothing, no darkness, no witch, no wizard, no principality, no territorial spirit can do about it because God is in charge. And as we go on, he says, I should be like Eden. You see, when Adam and Eve, they were in the garden of Eden, they had no need. They had a relationship with God and everything that they needed, it was provided all by God. In fact, before they came into the garden, God has provided everything and God wants you to know that as he, he, he over, overtains your wilderness and he comforts your wilderness, every provision that you need, he will make it available. Everything that is lacking, he will take it away. He himself will be your sufficiency. Like Abraham said to Isaac, the Lord God will provide for himself. And indeed, God provided for himself. God wants you to know that now you are part of the family and he is the head of the family and he wants you to know that he shall make provisions for you. He is opening the door where there seems to be no door. He's rebuking every enemy. He's closing the door where the enemy has opened. He's blessing the land where Satan thinks that he has done with them. He has done with them. He's making room for you. He's preparing table for you in the presence of your enemy. You see, they are not going to die. They are not going to get sick. But they will see the Lord lifting you up. They will see you being projected to the next level. They will see you having an inheritance. And they will live in their shame. They will move from one realm of shame to another level of shame. And they will move from one level of poverty to another level of poverty because they are fighting against the lost anointed. And God wants you to know. He says it to be like Eden. You see, Adam and Eve, they had a relationship with God. And had they continued staying in relationship with God, they are, they are Jenny wouldn't have ended uh, prematurely. They could have gone on and lived on and live in an endless paradise. God wants you to know that even though he's coming to overturn your wilderness, he wants you to continue having a relationship with him. He wants you to continue having moments with him. He wants you to continue trusting in him. He wants you to continue obeying him. He wants you to continue having faith in him. He wants you to continue in him. You move from faith to another level of faith. You move from one level of another level. You move from one level of glory to another level of glory because Jesus video and as Jesus is video your, your 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 life will be beautiful your life will continue being beautified because he is in charge and when you go back to the scripture he say and her desert like the garden of the Lord even if, if your if yours look like a desert there is nothing absolutely nothing no one to help you don't have a name you don't have anything it look like a desert a wasted land no one wants to associate with you no one wants to stay with you no one wants to be with you and it looked like you are not fighting at all, but God wants you to know that he is the one who comforts Zion, and as he is the one who comforts Zion, he is coming to give you life, he is coming to release his power, he is coming to release his, his, his hand, he is coming to do his work, and Bible says uh, the hand of God came upon prophet Ezekiel, when you read the book of Ezekiel 37 verses 1 to 10, and as the hand of God came upon him, he took him to a place full of valley 
of dry bones. It looks like a cemetery, and there were bones all around. And then the word of God came. The, the word of God came. The son of man, can this bone look live? And the man said that the prophet said, I did not know. Only you know. This one God is also telling you. You don't know about him overturning desert, but he wants you to know that he's able to do it. And Bible says that the prophet was asked to prophesy. And as he was asked to prophesy, the bones without life, they started moving and joining. And they started finding each other. And they stood as a mighty army. And as they stood there, there was still no life in them. And the prophet was still asked to prophesy by God. They asked him to command the four rings. And he spoke to the four rings across the earth. And as he spoke to the four rings, Bible says, life entered them. And they stood as a mighty army. You see, it may be like you live in a desert all right. But then God who comforts Zion, he is the ancient of days. He is the one with power. He's the one with authority. He's the one who is able to kill. He's the one who is able to build. He's the one who speaks and it come to pass. Who are you, man, to speak? Who are you, devil, to have a voice? When the king of kings have not said so, you have no power, you have no authority. The great God of the decree is that which is coming to pass. The which he wills is that which is coming to pass. The which he has purpose that is coming to pass. You either join them, you either join them and be part of the team of God, or you continue falling onto you at this grace and you are casted out of his presence. And Bible says that they were an army, says they were bones like a desert, says there were no life, says there was no hope. They, nobody was associated with them. Even the prophet did not believe in them. But then God came to do it. And this morning, God wants you to know that he's also coming to comfort Zion. He's also coming to comfort Zion by his name, by his hand, by his power. And he's going to invoke the ranks for Zion's release. He's going to invoke the ranks for the power to be released. He's going to invoke the ranks for life to come out because he's able to do it. And Bible talks that when you read the Bible in the beginning, Genesis 1 to 2, Bible says in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And now there was darkness. Sometimes it looked like darkness thing he has taken over. But then he forget that in the absence of light that you see darkness. And Bible says as darkness took over, now the spirit of God began moving. There was a contention. There was an opposition. There was a sacking. There was a remover. And as the spirit of God took over, now God began speaking. Let it be and there was. Let it be and there was. Let it be and there was. And everything that was covered and it was in shame and it was in darkness. It became beautiful. It became glorious because God has come in and his spirit is at work. This morning God wants you to know he's comforting Zion and he's even overturning his desert. He's overriding everything, every work of the enemy, every manifestation, every plans of the enemy because he's the Lord of hosts and he's able to do it. And when you when we go on, you see to be like the garden of the Lord, joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. You see, sometimes people are not able to praise God. People are not able to thank God because they obviously think they have not gotten it yet. They obviously think that since they came to Christ, God has not done anything for them. But this morning, God wants you to know that he's the one who comforts Zion and he has come because he's worthy. He will do it for you to thank him. He will do it. He will do it for you to be joyous. He will do it for you to sing songs of praise. He will do it because he 
has done it before. He will do it because he is able. He will do it and give you that life. He will do it and give you that hope. Imagine him and thinking that Mordecai does not amount to anything. So he had a gallop made for him to be killed, but unknown to him that Mordecai, he had a God, a God of favor, a God who is able to do them the impossible, a God who works at miracle, a God who is a testimony giver, a God who liveth, a God who is forever praiser, a God who rules in the heavens and in the face of men, a God who says and it is, a God who is almighty, a God who is the king of kings, and Bible says he had it prepared, but unknown to it, unknown to him, that he has already signed his own death warrant, and he was hanged on it, him and was hung on it, and Mordecai was replaced him, and he was also promoted into a place of authority. God wants you to know that them who are against you is also against them. Them who are fighting you is also fighting, fighting against them. And he wants you to know that as he's building, building your desert into into a, over a fruitful land, as he's building your life and transforming life, he's transforming your life and making you joyous. You are also going to celebrate in him. You are also going to sing songs of praises, and the enemy will keep on crying, and there will be nation of theater. Some two they will be cut over. Some two they are going to be diseased because when they when they have good things, they don't use it for. They don't want to use the good things for the for the cause of the kingdom. They rather want to use it for the cause of of, of darkness. And because of that, God is also going to take it away from them. And they are continually coming now and thinking by you that you are a child of God and you are part of His kingdom. I pray for you and I prophesy over your life that henceforth the God who comes for Zion, He shall visit you. And every devil, every witch, every wizard, every principality, every power, every witch, which is against your cause, I release the judgment of the judgment of God against them, and I release the power of God against them that they shall see no light, that they continue being disgraced, that they shall fall down and continue falling down, that there will be no peace for them, as the word of God says in, in Isaiah 40. There is no peace, absolutely no peace for the wicked, and that is how it's going to be in the name of the Lord Jesus. But you shall sing melodies of praise, you shall sing joyous songs, you shall sing songs of Zion, you will hang your instrument, you shall continue singing them, because the Lord God, your God, who is I am, who is the great I am, he has come to comfort Zion, he has come to comfort his church, and you are part of the church. Thank you for listening to the Daily Star Devotion once again, Daily Star Devotion with Jesus, every day you are a star, you are a living star, you are a glorious star, you are a superstar. With Jesus, holy stardom. With Jesus, holy stardom.